Welcome into Hitting Hard with John Trekker here on Locked On Sports Atlanta. Today on the show, talks supposedly have stalled between the Hawks and Hunter. Goldman leaves a hole in the Falcons' defensive line, and the Braves only have the fifth best betting odds right now. Does it mean anything? We'll talk about all that. It's Hitting Hard with John Trekker on Locked On Sports Atlanta. This is Hitting Hard with John Chuckery, part of Locked On Sports Atlanta. And it starts now. Welcome into Hitting Hard with John Chuckery here in Locked On Sports Atlanta. We head over to YouTube.com. We're asking you to go there, find Locked On Sports Atlanta in your search browser. When you get there, hit that subscribe button. Leave us a comment, of course, free and available on all of your favorite podcast platforms, <clears throat> excuse me, including Spotify and Odyssey. And of course, follow me on my personal Twitter page at JMCH16. So I came across a report yesterday. Now I'm I'm going to I'm going to try to source this properly. And, and here's why I say this. So uh, a guy that I have on my radio show a lot, uh, Kurt Heelan, uh, his basketball talk website put out a report that the Hawks and DeAndre Hunter are about $20 million apart on a contract extension. Now, when I open up the article, this goes to, or this talks about from Jake Fisher of Bleacher Report. And he says, quote, early indications are that Atlanta and Hunter have not found much progress in extension talks, where both sides stand roughly $20 million apart on salary terms over a four-year deal, sources said. Now, why am I talking about the idea of, of sourcing this? Because when I read, first off, that it was Jake Fisher, who of course is part of the blue checkmark media, who also said that John Collins was getting traded on draft night. And then it was, no, 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 no. I, I mean, they're not, they're going to hang on him for now, but they are eventually going to trade him. Um, Yeah, Collins is still here and he ain't going anywhere. But but again, I understand that now the rationale will be, well, I, uh, you, you know, the, the Hawks have been trying to trade John Collins Okay, that's a lot different than declarative. They're going to trade him on draft night than declarative that they are going to move him in the offseason. But anyway, so I want you to understand the source before I talk about this, because, again, the blue checkmark media that hasn't gotten anything right about the Hawks offseason and the Murray thing came out of left field. Nobody was talking about that before. And it happened like in three days, Murray deal done. And obviously the whole John Collins, he's going away. He's getting traded, blah, blah, blah. They want to move him, blah, blah, blah. Okay, none of that happened. So do I believe that Hunter and the Hawks are some money apart? Yes. That's always the way a negotiation is. And we talked about this a few weeks ago right here on the podcast about the idea of what is it going to take to sign DeAndre Hunter and how much is a fair deal? And I talked about Macau Bridges and the fact that he got $90 million for four years, right? He got 22 and a half or whatever it was per year. And I don't think Hunter is in that range. Doesn't play enough games. He's not a first-team all-defensive player. But if you're looking for somebody to compare that you hope Hunter can be. And I also didn't believe 
that Hunter was going to just sign for 11 or $12 million the way that some early reports were coming out, that he would sign a, that he would get a four for 44, 40 type of deal. Now we'll talk more about the numbers here in just a second and why 20 million doesn't have to make you panic at all. But let me talk about my friends here real quick at betonline.net. They're sponsoring the show here today. Of course, last night you had the all-star game taking place. Major League Baseball season is going to get cranked up really hardcore coming up just in a couple of days, Thursday. Some teams have double headers already scheduled for Thursday. So baseball's in full swing. You just finished up your last major of golf. You still got golf tournaments going on. You got MMA. You got boxing. You got lots of stuff that's going on. And, oh, yeah, don't look now. We're literally right around the corner from football season, full go, right? We got teams already in training camp. Training camp for the Falcons starts next week. We got a lot going on. There's plenty of things to bet on. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting needs and your sports information. It's a fast, easy way, easy to use on the website. Use it on your mobile device, right? You want to find you want to find your information. You want to find podcast information. You want news. All of it is right there at betonline.net, your source for all things betting and sports information. They've got live betting. They got esports. They got scores. They got all your odds and everything on there. Betonline.net is the best way to go about easy, simple, fast, quick, best way to bet online. And obviously, listen, we appreciate the fact that they're big sponsors here on the show, but they can't make it any easier. Want you to head over to betonline.net today. Get in on the wagering. It's where the game starts. So when I read reports about $20 million apart over four years, okay, that's $5 million per year. Now think about what I just said, right? That early reports were the Hawks wanted to be in the 11 or $12 million range. And then I said, well, Bridges was a guy that, you know, is on the top end playing the same position that got 90 million, right? So you got 22. 20, you know, somewhere 22 and a half. Okay. That's $10 million of gap right there. So it makes sense. So $20 million for us in the real world, right? Is a ridiculous amount of money in the world of sports. $5 million a year is not a big sticking point from a negotiation standpoint. I said before, I didn't think it would be 12 million. I figured it'd be probably somewhere 14, 15 million. Okay. So that's three million more, let's say, on the top end. Instead of twelve, it's fifteen. That's three out of five. Okay, that's probably about where it will be. So number one is, don't panic about the idea of DeAndre Hunter signing an extension. Number two is, don't get hung up on, oh, it's twenty million dollars. And number three, more important than anything, is take with a grain of salt. When I say a grain of salt. I mean like one of those big salt cubes that weighs like 60 pounds that anybody in the blue media is going to get something right about the Atlanta Hawks. Actually, anything right about the you know Atlanta sports scene in general, but certainly when it comes to the Hawks. In the immortal words, as I'm wearing my Hulkamania shirt, in the immortal words of Gorilla Monsoon, Everybody in the blue checkmark media, to be honest with you, is a fountain of misinformation. Because I'm not getting anything out of those people that tells me about what the Hawks are doing, where they're going, blah, 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 blah. So don't get concerned about the idea that Hunter and the Hawks, oh, God, they're $20 million apart. That's nothing. 
in the grand scheme of things, the $20 million is nothing. And they'll meet somewhere in the middle, and this deal will get done. And DeAndre Hunter will be an Atlanta Hawk, at least under contract, for the next handful of years. And again, we've talked a lot about on this show, look, he's one of the guys that has to take that big next step forward. It's awesome that they got Murray. That changes up the complexion of this team. But going to get where they want to be, number one, Capella, Collins, Hunter, all have to be healthy this year. They can't be 56, 58, 60 game players. Everybody needs to be 70, 72, 75 games played. That's number one. And number two is Hunter has to become that two-way player that they drafted him at number four overall. He has to be that defensive stopper and give them, I don't know, if he told me he could get us 15, 16 a night, I'd take that. Could he be 15, 16 points a night, five boards, and be a shutdown defender? I'd take that. I'd take that. And even if he's not first-team all-defense NBA like Bridges, that puts him in that kind of category of those kinds of two-way players. So I'm not panicked. I'm not concerned about what I'm seeing from the Atlanta Hawks in a report like this because I know the blue checkmark media is basically not going to get anything right. But this deal will get done pretty quickly. And don't worry, Hunter's going to be a Hawk for a few years. Now it's a matter of whether or not he can step up his game and get something done. All right, when we come back, the, the Falcons, excuse me, have a hole on their defensive line after news we got yesterday. It's up next on Hitting Hard with John Chuckery and Locked On Sports Atlanta. Back on Hitting Hard with John Chuckery here on Locked On Sports Atlanta. Head to YouTube.com, put Locked On Sports Atlanta into your search browser. Find our page, hit that subscribe button, leave us a comment. Of course, free and available on all of your favorite podcast platforms, including Spotify, Odyssey. Download us today, leave us a five-star review, and of course, give me a follow on my personal Twitter page. That would be at JMCH316. We got strange news yesterday for the Atlanta Falcons. So <clears throat> a guy that they had recently brought in, Eddie Goldman, defensive tackle who had been with the Chicago Bears over the last handful of years, literally just a couple of weeks ago, signed a one-year deal with the Atlanta Falcons on kind of a show-me deal. Now, he spent seven total years with Chicago, although he only played six because he did not play in the COVID year 2019-2020 COVID season, right? He opted out of all of that. And a lot of people were kind of excited because he's a 28-year-old defensive uh, interior lineman. He's a bigger-bodied guy, right? He'd be a guy that you'd love to pair with Grady Jarrett. He has had some good moments over his years. Now, his final year where he he basically had COVID year that he sat out and then came back and played one more year, um, played 14 games and started 10, did not go very well, and it was the worst PFF grade <clears throat> excuse me, that he had had of his career. But again, one-year deal. He played with, you know, Pace in Chicago. I get it, right? And and a guy that they were hoping would kind of help out. And then we got word yesterday that he retired. 28 years old, and he retired from the NFL. Now, again, guys are guys are doing different things now in today's NFL world, right? The, the money's bigger. The money's more guaranteed. You got bigger money coming out even in your rookie contracts and stuff like that than you would have, let's say, a long time ago. Because, again, if you're not the number one draft pick, you weren't getting the massive signing bonuses and stuff like that, right? But it was kind of strange that Goldman decided here two weeks in. Now, number one, it's good that this is happening now that you don't get into, let's say, two or three weeks of training camp and preseason and all these things going on. And then all of a sudden he says, you know what? Football is just really not for me. 
I want to retire. And he kind of goes the Vic Beasley route, right? Or <clears throat> I'd say it this way, but his heart's not in it. You know, it becomes Vic Beasley or Ray Edwards or one of those famous signings that the Falcons have had over the years where it just sort of tanks. I'd rather Goldman to make this decision now a week before training camp is ready to get started and, and get that out of the way. But it does leave a hole. <laughs> and and in a spot where there are way more questions than answers for the Atlanta Falcons, this does hurt some. Now, I don't know what Goldman could or can or not be or whatever, right? You know, he played well early in his career. Then he opted out and didn't play. Then he came back and played and did not play very well, at least from a perspective of it was the worst grade that he had had. So you're hoping for that bounce back year and all this and the other. But he's at least a guy who fits the mold of here's a big body guy that can play next to Grady and eat up some space and eat up some blockers and maybe potentially free Grady up to do some of the things that we want to see Grady do. Blow up plays in the backfield. Maybe get to the quarterback a little bit, right? Now you're back to square one with all of this, right? And now again... You're back to some of your options are the Marlon Davidsons and the Taquan Grahams of the world, and you don't have a lot of a lot of good answers. And I brought up a couple of weeks ago, a couple of a couple of weeks ago, here when there were reports about Indomitian Sue being out there inevitable. I'll say again, why not make a run at a guy like that? Because you need some defensive line help, right? Now we'll talk more about this in just a second, but. Want to talk to you about my friends over at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com is your specialized jeweler that, look, you're getting engaged over the summertime here, right? Love's in the air. You're meeting that girl of your dreams. You want to propose to her. They've got the build your engagement ring of her dreams where you can go on. It's an online tool that allows you to customize the shape, size, clarity, setting style, everything for that ring. It's a special, unique, one-of-a-kind ring, you know, Look, if you're just trying to find something for an anniversary, a birthday, just something special for the love of your life, they have experts on hand 24-7 that will help you decide and help you pick those special life moments of using fine jewelry. They've got everything available to you at BlueNow.com. And we've got a deal right now for our Locked On Sports Atlanta listeners. Right now, if you go to uh, BlueNow.com and you put Locked On Sports, uh, or sorry, excuse me, put locked on at, at the uh, as the checkout code, put locked on L O C K E D O N in the checkout code, $50 off your first uh, $50 off anything over $500 or more. So spend 500 bucks or more, you get 50 bucks off just by simply using the code locked on L O C K E D O N. Use that coupon code at checkout, bluenow.com. Remember, every order is insured, it ships free. And it's in a discreet package. So don't worry about her figuring out or shake, rattle, and roll in that box and figuring out that she's got a piece of jewelry coming to you. BlueNow.com. Shop stress-free, and it's your forever piece. Go to BlueNow.com today. But, you know, again, when you're talking about the Atlanta Falcons and their defensive line, you're going to have to roll the dice a little bit now. Because with all due respect, I don't feel very good about the idea of Davidson and Taquan Graham and guys like that. Again, that's not going to help Grady Jarrett out. And you're going to have to go find probably a guy now. Now, look, if it's not Sue, I understand. They they have some money available to them. Okay? they they We've talked before about 
$13 million, somewhere around there. Now you got all your rookie class signed. Good to see Desmond Ritter sign his contract yesterday, right? All that good kind of stuff. So you got about $13 million, give or take, a little bit here or there. Put a couple bucks aside, you know, just in case of emergency, right, that you need. You've got some money to go out and spend. And, and I hate to say, but, you know, you almost kind of want to start finding a guy or even think about making a trade. Remember, the Andy Levitre trade for the Falcons, that literally happened getting ready for week one. When they traded for Andy Levitre, brought him over from, I think it was the Titans uh, at that time, brought him over from the Titans to play interior offensive line for what would end up being the Super Bowl team. That deal was consummated literally like getting ready for week one of the of the regular season, right? So I understand trades can happen and, and things can happen, but the Falcons have a hole here now. <laughs> and I don't know if Goldman was going to be a guy who could solve that, but Given his track record, he was certainly better than the other options that you have now. And it does seem like now that there is a real pressing need that they need to go out and find some defensive tackle help. They need to go out and find somebody who's a big body that can play beside Grady Jarrett. And I understand that those guys are not growing off trees. And I understand that there's not a million of those guys, excuse me, running around. And I understand right now the pool is a little bit thin. But you're gonna. This is where your GM is gonna make his money, right? And, and again, I'm not gonna get into all the Chicago Bears. This whole idea of bringing in all the former Chicago Bears is already a, just a disaster in my mind. Again, while we're picking pieces from an organization that is worse than what we are, and their general manager, the only reason their general manager is working here is he's got fired in his last place, and I know his buddies and all that with Fana. But anyway, I, like I said, I don't want to get into all that nonsense right now about all of that, but. Goldman was at least a guy maybe he thought at least physically could fit the mold of what they want to do. Now you don't have him. So, look, desperate times call for desperate measures. Are the Falcons desperate for defensive line help? I say yes. Here, hand raised. I say yes. Yeah, because their options are not very good. And you didn't sign Grady Jarrett and keep him here and extend him for him to have to go through another season of what he did last year. Now, I understand on the outside, you feel much better. Eba Katie, Lorenzo Carter, you feel much better about the rotation of guys that you'll have on the outside. And yes, that part will help Grady. But with all due respect, if I'm counting on the Marlon Davidsons and the Taquan Grahams of the world to try to eat up space inside, it's going to be back to, here's Grady getting triple teamed. Here's Grady against the Detroit Lions from last year. And, and he's mic'd up, and he's like, wow, you guys send three guys after me, huh? And you're watching the video, and they're taking three guys at a time to block Grady Jarrett. You can't have that. You, you, you've got to find a way to get Grady Jarrett productive and back to what he was even just a couple of years ago. And I know a lot of people want to say that his numbers didn't look good last year, this, that, and the other. But when you've got all these slugs around you, inside, outside, this, that, and the other, and you're the only good piece, NFL teams are going to take you away. So desperate times call for some desperate measures out there. Falcons need to figure something out because no matter what Goldman could or could not be, at least he fit the mold physically, and now it leaves a hole on that defensive line. All right, when we come back, the Braves are only the fifth best betting odds to win the World Series. Good value or about where they should be? It's all next, Hitting Hard with John Chuckery, Locked on Sports Atlanta. 
Back on Hitting Hard with John Chuckman, Locked on Sports Atlanta. Head to YouTube.com. Find Locked on Sports Atlanta in the search browser when you get to that page. <clears throat> excuse me. Hit that subscribe button. Leave us a comment. Of course, free and available on all your favorite podcast platforms, including Spotify and Odyssey. Download us. Get a five-star review up there for us, if you would. And then give me a follow on my personal Twitter page. That would be at JMCH316. Saw some betting odds yesterday. Um, this is from BetMGM's sports odds right now that, um, in Major League Baseball, who are the World Series favorites right now, who have the best betting odds among uh, teams in Major League Baseball to win the World Series? No real shock that the Yankees come in at plus 325. The Dodgers come in at plus 375. The Astros come in at plus 450. The Mets come in at plus 700. And the Atlanta Braves come in at number five at plus 900. Now, by the way, that's the only five teams in Major League Baseball with better than plus 2,000 odds to win the World Series. So in a nutshell, once you get past those five teams, everybody else is a big long shot at that point. Everybody else is a a big-time long shot. Nobody is being looked at to be any kind of real contender or anything like that. So the Braves sit with the fifth-best odds right now. Is that about where they should be? Have they been better than the Yankees? No. I think the Yankees have clearly been the best team in Major League Baseball this year, right? Have they been better than the Dodgers this year? No. And and look, have they been better than the Mets? Probably not. I think it's pretty fair where the Braves are are sitting right now. Now, again, much like last year, doesn't mean that the Braves can't win the World Series and things like that. And this thing will change over the course of the second half of the season. Because, again – we get to August, and the Braves are going to have a whole bunch of games coming up against the New York Mets. We talked about that five-game series, talked about the other series that they have a little bit later in the month, right? They're going to see the Mets coming up a whole bunch of times. And let's be honest, there are also only a very few handful of games left against the Washington Nationals, even the Miami Marlins and things like that. So there's a lot of games against the Mets, not so much. Now, again, it's also good because the Braves don't play the Dodgers again You know, they do have a bunch of games against the Pirates and the Cardinals and some of those teams in the Central. They don't have very much with Milwaukee. They've pretty much played through that series as well. So some of the good teams, they don't have to see. So, look, I do think that the Braves are going to end up winning this division. And and more than just, you know, oh, the Mets will collapse or this, any other. I think the Braves are the better team. And and I understand, look, it's going to look different when Scherzer, DeGrom, and that group of guys – you expect that the Mets are going to go and get themselves a bat to get through the middle of that lineup, right? You expect that they're maybe going to go get them another outfield or whatever because they need some more offensive punch and their owner is willing to spend more money than, you know, God himself to make that team better. So they're going to do everything that they need to while the Braves don't really need to add a whole lot of pieces. Now, we'll talk more about this here in just a second, but want to talk about my friend sponsoring the show today over at coffeeam.com. You know how much... I love these folks over there. The best small batch coffee roaster in America. Coffee AM located right here in the state of Georgia, up in Canton. Great online coffee company. I want you to go to coffeeam.com and play around. Look, it doesn't cost nothing to look, right? So go to coffeeam.com, search around a little bit, check out their full range of coffees, teas, gift sets. You like organic, you like dark roasting, you like flavored coffee, whatever your preference is, excuse me, in coffees, They have it at coffeeam.com. And I joke all the time, man, they sent that care package to us to try out. 
and all those coffees. And I opened that big box up and I just breathed in all the aroma of it. Smells so good. Flavored coffee smell tremendous. They taste great too. I drink my I drink my coffee AM every single day. I scoop that bad boy up and I put it in my little Keurig uh, cup thing to convert it in there and put it in the Keurig machine. And I drink my coffee AM every single day. Actually, multiple cups, but that's a different story for another day. Coffeeam.com, though, is the place to go to find all of the best coffees. And again, local right here to Atlanta in the state of Georgia. So we got a deal going for our Locked On Sports Atlanta listeners. Head to coffeeam.com backslash locked on. Coffeeam.com backslash locked on. Look at their full range of products. When you put that first order together, whatever it is, coffees, teas, gift sets, whatever like that, use the coupon code locked on at checkout. L O C K E D O N, locked on at checkout. You get 15% off that first order. Doesn't matter what it is, coffees, teas, gift sets, the whole range of stuff. 15% off your first order simply by using locked on, L O C K E D O N at checkout. Use that coupon code today to get a discount. Coffee AM is the best small batch coffee roaster in America. So look, it's going to be a tough second half of the season for the Braves because let's face it, they are behind in the division. Okay. And that's the goal of this whole thing is winning the division and, and not trying to find your way into a wild card spot. And saying that, you know, again, when you start talking about wild card is you start talking about the amount of teams in the division, you have one team that you have to overtake and you play them head to head. When you talk about the wild card, it's teams that you may or may not play in the case of say Padres Dodgers, you may not play any of those teams. So it's not just what you do. You have to hope for that. So again, take the wild card out of all of it, that the division is where the Braves are obviously laser focused on right now. And the Mets are going to make a big charge and make a big run at this thing with loading up their roster in the second half. They feel like with DeGrom and Scherzer coming back, that stabilizes their, their pitching staff along with Carrasco, right? They feel like the back end, the very back end of their bullpen is in good shape, but they need some more help there. So they're probably going to add a couple of bullpen arms. They're probably going to add another offensive piece and things like that. So they're going to load up. So the Braves, you know, right now, if you told me plus 900, you know, to, to take the Braves, I'd take those odds. I, 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 I'd take that. There's nothing about, with all due respect, the Mets or the Yankees or the Astros or the Dodgers or anything like that, that after what we saw last year, if you told me before last year, how good would I feel about some of those teams and playing them in a, you know, playoff or World Series type of setting? Eh, I might be kind of, you know, a little bit more hit or miss about it. After what I saw last year, and I've said this for years, the Braves have as much talent as anybody in Major League Baseball. There's a reason why the Braves don't have to go out and make any kind of big, bold moves. There's a reason why they don't have to go bring in some top-flight $200 million player because their roster is in really good shape. What you need more than anything for the Braves is just some of the guys that you have. You need Ronald Acuna to keep you know to get back on track and have a big second half, right? You need Dansby to keep going the way he is. You need Austin Riley to keep going the way he is. You hope that, you know, um, Marcelo Zuna can give you a little bit of a, of a boost coming in the second half. You need Darno and Contreras to continue on the path that they're on. Oh, yeah, Kirby Yates coming back. Eventually, Ozzy comes back. Okay, those are more pieces that are in the pipeline that we expect to be here, right? Mike Soroka, not counting on Mike Soroka for much of anything at this point, right? I'll, I'll when, when he does it, that's when I'll say, oh, okay, Soroka, 
contributed. Until then, I'm not excited about the idea of what Mike Soroka can or cannot bring. I've seen multiple years now of season-ending injuries. So if you're counting on Soroka, you're putting your eggs in the wrong basket out of all of it. So, I, look, I wouldn't be surprised by the time that this gets all said and done that the Braves find themselves as, you know, one of the top three, you know, spots, you know, on, on this list that, that they end up being, you know, one of the top three teams prods, but plus 900 right now, I'll take that value. I'll, I'll take that out of, out of the Braves. They look like they can play with anybody in this league. Now, look, didn't go so well against the Dodgers head to head. The record doesn't look all that good. Two and four. Again, they were two and four last year against the Dodgers. Again, we get to August. That's where, as the as uh, they said in uh, any given Sunday, the proverbial rubber meets the proverbial road, right? We'll see, but I'll take plus 900 right now. And look, I think the Braves are going to be the division leaders, and I think the Dodgers and Braves will finish with the top two records in the National League when all is said and done. All right, we thank you so much for being part of our show today, Hitting Hard. Thanks for making us your first listen. Make our friends over at ATL Day Ones your second listen. That is my buddies Jarvis Davis and Tanitra Batiste talking about all things in the heart of the city of Atlanta. You can find them free and available on our YouTube page, Locked on Sports Atlanta. Hit the subscribe button, free and available on all your favorite podcast platforms, including Spotify and Odyssey. And then I ask you to give me a follow on my personal Twitter page at JMCH316. Be watching out. Might have some more videos for you here from SEC Media Days later on today. We will talk tomorrow. It's been Hitting Hard with John Chuckery on Locked on Sports Atlanta.